0: what is up guys and welcome to the world of small talk i'm your host nate pearson and i'm ronald taylor and today we are coming at you
1: with some hot action so buckle
0: up get prepared this is a roller coaster
1: yeah, we are going to be changing up our look a little bit, not visually, but audially. Um, we are going to be continuing our question of the day. Uh, we'll cover some more topics for some submissions so you guys don't stop sending those in. Um, and then we're also just going to cover some some topics, some current events, um, some controversial things going on, um, things that are just going on in the world right now. So uh, we'll say this again at the end of the episode. But remember, if you guys have any questions, uh, any concerns, comments, topics that you want to hear us talk about. Uh, don't forget to email us at small world, oh, small talk. Sorry, not small world. Small talk at oh, dude. I'm stupid. Small talk dot small world yeah, media at gmail dot com. Yeah, we need a new email address.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. I didn't make it. Okay, I just want that to be known. Um, if yeah, anyone so, wants to,
1: um, contact Austin, his number is, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So one more time, small dot small at gmail.com. There we go. I think it was a little bit more cohesive for Austin to have all of our platforms, uh, at dot small media, instead of, you know, creating a, an at small world media, but
0: it's a lot oh, yeah. to remember. I feel like we could just do small talk cast at gmail yeah but we'll see we might we I'm might end up making
1: it. a new we might end up making a new email uh disregard <laughs> that small brainstorm Dude, between man. nate and i but <laughs> yeah. we're today doing a, we, new episode <laughs> we're also gonna have uh two stuffy boys usually nate's the one with the sniffles here but allergy season is hot and bothered for everybody so i'm gonna be sniffing uh, as well but we've excited got some cool content for you today and hopefully you guys enjoy this episode I know no one's going to see this,
0: but looking here at me and Ronald, the head ratio of the pictures is so different. So I worry <laughs> if we ever do get the video back started, we're going to be like, whoa, Ronald has a I'm huge just, head. <laughs> no, no, no. just go back here. Oh, gosh. <laughs> All right. Now I just need to get closer. But this couch swallows me. Um, oh, yeah, You're good. So I have a very pressing question for you. Bring it. Are you ready? I'm ready. What are your views on orange juice with Pulp? And then Oof. it has a little subsection. What's wrong with people? I don't know what their what the view is here, but yeah, pre or post toothpaste. <laughs> mm. um, I mean,
1: if it's post toothpaste, then neither. <laughs> <laughs> so i I think it really just depends on the day. I don't discriminate against either. I'm not like a huge advocate for for or without. Um, I think if I'm thirsty, like if it's just a breakfast where. It's like a lot of bacon and sausage or whatever. You know, you kind of just, all that sodium makes you more thirsty. I think I would prefer no pulp. Um, just because you get a better drinkability that way. Uh, but if I'm going to have, if I'm going to have pulp, it's going to need to be like light pulp. You know, I don't really hate pulp, but I definitely don't want to be eating my orange juice. You know, you only gave, you only gave that answer so we didn't lose audience members.
0: <laughs> just, now I'm just playing I mean I'm I'm in a similar boat I used to hate pulp I used to like be like how do you drink this stuff And then one day it kind of changed But Girl, now I, became a man. I still 100% of the time Okay I won't say 100 99.98% of the time buy orange <laughs> juice without pulp Like I don't even think about it It's not a question of me What I'm buying It's the mm-hmm. simply orange no pulp orange juice and that's okay. all I keep in my refrigerator. And what are your then thoughts it goes out of
1: date. What are your thoughts about what is it? Um, like aloe drinks and stuff. Have I have tried this before. <clears throat> Dude, I mean so I could
0: <laughs> just go buy some sunburn aloe and just drink it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let me know how that goes for you. <laughs> <laughs> Nate's not back on the next
1: episode. <laughs> <laughs> Call poison control. Um. <laughs> We, we like, I, I had aloe water for the first time when we were in Honduras and it is, it's just so good. And you can get them anywhere now, but that is a very thick pulpy drink, but oh, I'm, I'm a fan, it. but it has to be like, I need to consume that if I just want to drink something like it is not a drink to like compliment a meal or anything. Cause you're just like <laughs> chomping down aloe pulp.
0: I don't have a comment to that. It's like drinking a jail from what you're
1: describing. No, 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 no. No, it's good. It's good.
0: All right, I'm we're gonna get
1: word for it. Next episode, we're gonna have Nate try an aloe drink. Um, that only
0: works <laughs> for visuals. I doubt anyone <laughs> wants to hear me sit here and just choking drink down aloe. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they're gonna change up. Look, look, look,
1: look, look. <laughs> mm.
0: Two stars. Right. <laughs> no. All right, all right. I mean, I don't know pulp, no pulp, pulp fiction. Just pick what you want. (laughs) Uh, All right, I would lean more no pulp,
1: for sure. Yeah,
0: I mean, I just, I just feel like with pulp, you really have to be in a mood for it. Like you have to wake up that morning and be like. Man, I really want some
1: solid stuff in my beverage. <laughs> I'm craving some fiber right now. <laughs> yeah, like... With you pulp, have it's just a up. lazy drink, too. It's like, I don't want to take the time to strain this juice. I'm just going to get it out there and market the crap out of this thing. I don't know. Part of me thinks if you drink heavy
0: pulp, that's the same energy of biting straight into an orange.
1: <laughs> You're just a serial killer. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The Jeffrey Dahmer of orange Always juices. Always riding the wave. <laughs> Oh, dude, side question. I know this isn't in your notes, but what are your thoughts about this? These like serial killer documentaries that are coming out?
0: As far as like the documentary type stuff, I think awareness is okay, But when it comes to dramatizing and even I mean, I'm okay with a little bit of dramatizing. But when Mm. you're doing it to the point of kind of like. I don't want to say glorifying, but making it like entertaining where people are invested. It's kind of dark. I mean, I've watched some of the stuff. Like I watched part of the new Netflix Dahmer thing and like, Mm -hmm. it's, I mean, I'm okay with it. As long as you paint it out to be the monsters, they really are in a way
1: that deters it, not to attract
0: people that are going to be like, Oh, that's
1: cool. Yeah. Yeah. That was going to be my next question. If you felt like, they were glorifying these serial killers. You know, Do you think these shows, especially like the Netflix, the Dahmer series, do you think it's like glorifying social at all? social media is doing it more than the Netflix
0: show is people are taking yeah. it and running with it. Like people are talking about how attractive Jeffrey Dahmer is. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, do you not know what this guy did? Like, I mean, it's yeah. one thing if you're like, Oh, Evan Peters the actor you know but if you just say Jeffrey Dahmer like what? (laughs) that's just you're crossing a line like there
1: yeah no I agree I think social media as a whole right now is just like going nuts about everything like I feel like so many of the things I read I have to sit there and question man are these people really like this or are they just saying these things to get a rise out of people online you know because I feel like there's a good a good level of both going on, but some of the stuff I'm reading, I'm just like, y'all are idiots. <laughs> Wild. I, I don't know.
0: I think what I've only watched a few episodes, but I think there's some stuff they could have like, just not really shown, but implied and had the same message. Like there's some stuff that yeah. doesn't need to be, I'm not talking about necessarily gory, but there's stuff stuff that ne- doesn't necessarily have to be
1: shown. You know, if that, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Netflix as a whole, you know, like, It definitely is, is way too much. Like, I don't want to see a man masturbating on screen. It's like, I get it. No, you You can communicate it another way. It's like, yeah, I think Netflix has really gone off the deep end with when they haul their their original series and they just over-sexualize everything. And uh, sorry, there's a nap in my face. Um. Yeah, it definitely is. It's hard because they know, like, that's what communicates to our culture and our society. You know, people are going to watch things just because they have sexual content in um, And it, yeah, it's that's super dark. And then the serial content, like the serial killer content is super dark. And so.
0: Well, I haven't watched it, but I've heard that um, the blonde movie about Marilyn Monroe is completely out of pocket. Like they just really? obviously she went through a lot. And there's a lot of dark aspect to her, sl- her lives, but they were mm. saying it like it made every aspect of her life look completely miserable, and they mm. like really went to an extreme on it. Yeah,
1: yeah. There's always an agenda to push, man.
0: Yeah, and that was rated NC-17 and posted to Netflix. Dang. So that was beyond R. But um, that's because I think there was some essay associated stuff that really pushed it over the edge. Mm, um, I got you. Well, we're going to hop into this first topic. It says, my neighbor has an x-ray machine in their yard. They seem to be disassembling it. What should I do? That's all I have. <laughs> 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 what? Someone said, go ask for an x-ray, and if they say no, call
1: the police. Okay, first off, how does one obtain an x-ray machine? Like... <clears throat> I
0: mean, maybe like they at were at like some type of
1: hospital wholesale. I don't, I don't know. Like they just like went and robbed a hospital. <laughs> Secondly, why is it in your front yard? <laughs> like, of I all mean, places. Of all they places, the front machine, yard.
0: Maybe they're they still. just creeping their on their backyard. backyard? They could be. Oh my <laughs> if goodness. that's the case, it's under this person's business and they should stay uninvolved. In the front yard, I think you have the right to
1: be like, what are you doing? This is what America's healthcare system has driven us to you guys. <laughs> we have to have our own.
0: But why are they disassembling it? Why are they in their front yard just or they are just taking it apart? They're like Oh my gosh. I'm they're sure they're a time machine then <laughs> that that's, that's probably close. I mean, I feel like there are parts of an X-ray machine that would be extremely valuable on certain markets. I'm not necessarily saying black market
1: or anything, but could have high resale value. Yeah, they're actually the neighbors of the Jonas brothers before they went to the year three thousand.
0: <laughs> mm, I don't know I think your neighbors I don't I don't think they have a time machine I don't think they're building one I think they already have one and they had to take the x-ray
1: machine to repair it Yeah, or they're just calling the x-ray machine or they're calling the time machine the x-ray machine They're just ignorant They just think it's an x-ray machine
0: Yeah, How do you know this is an x-ray machine? How familiar are you with the anatomy of x-ray machines? They're actually doctors, no big deal.
1: (laughs) Casually. That's why they have to go to Reddit. They gave them the x-ray machine. They're just upset that they're taking it apart. (laughs) They're just like, an x-ray machine? I gotta go to Reddit now. (laughs) Why is that your first thought ever? (laughs) Go to
0: Reddit. (laughs) Somebody will know what to do. And this was posted, like, four hours ago, so relatively recent (laughs) stuff going on. Like, this is half—it blows
1: my mind, because this is unfolding, probably, as we speak. Action news. The x-ray machine actually—they're actually in Florida, and the x-ray machine got lifted up in Hurricane Ian and landed in their yard. And they're just trying to disassemble it to get it out of their yard. That could be.
0: Well, (laughs) this—I read this. I'm I'm just going to read it verbatim. This was about— Three hours ago. An x-ray machine is to um, to produce radiation according to the government site for disposal is required to be plugged in. The only exception I find are PCB machines before July 1979. So do with that information what you wish.
1: Wow. (laughs) I don't know anything
0: about x-ray machine disposal. Nope, not at all. All right. Well, on to a more serious note. How do I cope with the fact that my birth was an accident? I'm 19 years old and I'm still not over it. It really hurts. My parents were uh, fooling around in college. Apparently, I ruined everything because my mom put her doctorate and career on hold to take care of me. Mm. First of all, you didn't ruin anything because you didn't make the decisions that they made. Um, So, obviously, they took their child as a priority over their education. Or they Mm. at least took the act of fooling around as a priority
1: over their education.
0: That is my kind of my view on it.
1: Yeah, your parents ruined your lives, ruined their lives. You didn't ruin their lives. (laughs) Wow, (laughs) the ruined is still there. (laughs) Mm. No, and it's funny though because I think a comfort in that is well, welcome to the majority of kids in America. I feel like I feel like nowadays it's not (laughs) like married couples, non-married couples, whatever. I feel like the majority of people that I have a conversation with were like, oh yeah, they were totally an accident,
0: you know? Well, they don't. They don't exactly need you on the farm anymore. That's right.
1: <laughs> and so, I mean, take that, you know, and realize, yeah, you know, your parents decided to make those decisions and you were the result of that decision. And shame on your parents that they ever made you feel less than that. You know, like yeah. if they made you feel less than you being a priority and you being important or that that you were a mistake because you're not, you know, like accidents happen. and. Even as an accident, you know, kids are blessings, and so and
0: but it's never a God's accident, you know. It's just right, an
1: yeah unplanned event
0: by man. Yeah, it's just your parents being dumb in college. <laughs> yeah, I mean, who who hasn't? I'm just gonna, oh gosh, no, I'm not. Dying. <laughs> That's an extreme. Don't take that to heart. Oh my um, goodness. Yeah, but I mean, really, says the other youth pastor on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, just um take solace in knowing that it's a lot of people have the exact same thing you're going through. You're not alone and just because you weren't planned doesn't mean you don't have value. And That's it right. doesn't mean like obviously, I mean, I'm sure your parents are fine now. Uh, you haven't it gave us reason to think otherwise. Mm-hmm. But um yeah. My dog is barking in the other room so if you hear that I'm sorry.
1: I know time hasn't passed at all, but 300 minutes have passed between the <laughs> split and the podcast. 300 minutes? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Ronald um, has no concept so, of time. <laughs> <confirmed>. <laughs> so if you if you heard his dog barking in the background, he kind of cut the podcast for a second to go check on it. But the thing that blew my mind is I do not have an Alexa. Well, Nate has an Alexa, and apparently the Alexa heard the dog barking, and sent Nate a notification to his phone that the dog was barking, not only to let him know, hey, your dog's barking in the living room, but then continues to play classical music to calm the dog down. (laughs) Are you kidding me right now? Crazy. (laughs) That is so wild. Yeah, I wonder if it calms her if it's just like why is there classical music? (laughs) She just barks so the classical music will turn on. It's literally (laughs) Pavlov's theory right here. She listens to, my dog listens to a lot of Disney music. You should change it to play like heavy metal or something.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just feed the madness. (laughs) Your dog's just like head in the living room, (laughs) spinning in circles. Because whenever our alarms go off in the morning, our alarm afterwards, it immediately starts playing Disney music per my wife. Um, That's funny. And she says she does it for the dog, so I don't know. Right. Just blame it on the dog. Uh Uh-huh. So I wake up, and I just hear, like, the Lion King, and <laughs> I'm like, okay, this is my morning. That's crazy. Yeah. All right, back on track. Um, Shout out to Alexa. Um, And, I mean, Amazon, if you want to throw a sponsorship our way, we'll take it. <laughs> Alexa, if you want to
1: be on the podcast.
0: <laughs> Alexa, if you want to be on the podcast. <laughs> just let me know. Uh. All right, our last topic um, in terms of advice says, My daughter has moved up three ga- g- grades in school and she's still top of her class. I'm moved wondering up three if I should. <laughs> I <don't- laughs> hey, uh, this is a lot of context. Uh, she's moved up three grades in her class and her school when she's still top of her class. I'm wondering if I should move her up another. She, is, um, she first moved from third to fourth, then fourth to fifth, and fifth to sixth. And I think this might be in a different country because it says the next grade will be seventh grade, which is to start a high school. I'm mm. worried that she's way too young and will get picked on. But she and her teachers insist that she's more than ready. I'm scared my baby will get trampled on because she's only nine. But at the same time, I want her to learn at the level she fits. In her mm. grade now, she's bored because she knows everything. What should I do? And I actually have some feedback in the edit, but I'm going to wait till we talk about it to reveal that. Yeah. She's <clears> a <throat>
1: genius. What the heck, mm-hmm. dude? That's crazy. I mean, I would always give it a shot, you know, let her experience what it's like, because she could very well do really well as well. socially. Yeah. you know, that's not really a means to an end there. But if there ever, ever is an issue, I would say, all right, well, then what does the avenue of homeschooling look like? You know, like, I think. That's always a possibility, not always a feasible or convenient option, but if push comes to shove, that would be the thing that I'm trying to, to manipulate instead of forcing her to stay where she's bored, you know, and, and not being able to thrive because that'll end up having consequences down the road too, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean, cause if she's not talking to people, even if it's not just education, if her friends aren't on her level mentally, that's going to mm-hmm. create a lot of problems for her. But there are also a lot of problems that come with talking with people above your age and exposure mm-hmm. to stuff you're not ready to be exposed to because of the age yeah. gap.
1: Yeah, no doubt. She's just like, I'm surrounded by idiots. <laughs> Mother, please. <laughs> so what's that?
0: What's the what's the edit say? Um. So this is her decision. I've decided to let her go, but enroll her in activities outside of school with kids her own age. Thank you all for your help. I'd like to ask those people who are being unnecessarily rude to stop or I'm blocking you. It is up to my wife and I, at the end of the day, if you happen to have a gifted child yourself, feel free to make your own decision. In that case, give advice or be quiet.
1: Yeah, boy. Yeah, Yeah, I think that's a fair decision. And, ooh, getting blocked on Reddit, you know, end of my life there. (laughs) Like, okay, join the club. (laughs) (laughs) Um, were you ever, were you ever a part of like the gifted program in school? <clears throat> like in elementary yes. school? And I was too. I actually have a lot to talk about with that
0: because I watched a 40 minute um, episode, I guess a YouTube episode or podcast of this guy. He works at Harvard and I guess he's in psychology because that's what all those videos are based on. Mm-hmm. But anyway, he talked about how putting kids in the gifted programs actually hurts them and makes their lives more difficult than kids who aren't in those programs.
1: Really, mm-hmm.
0: why does the say reasoning that? is because the he kind of talked about a few different aspects, but one is the kids who are in gifted programs and don't have struggle with school at all don't ever develop study habits. So mm. when they finally, or most of them don't, not all, but like they finally get to the point where they reach a wall where they're struggling. And like and that may be that may be high school, that may be college or a master's or anything. But when they mm-hmm. hit that wall, they don't know how to overcome it because they don't know how to adequately prepare and overcome an obstacle like that because they're used to doing it off of pure intellect.
1: Hmm. Well, I feel but, like I feel like, you know, the one side of the gifted program or AIG is what they called it, the academic gifted. And You know, I think the one thing there was, like, it would separate kids, and so I think one, it made kids that weren't in it feel inadequate, Mm -hmm. and then two, you know, there would be a potential for people to, like, bully those kids in the AG program, Um, whereas like, at my school, it was just like, why are you bullying somebody because you're dumb and you're two years behind where you're supposed to be, (laughs) you know, it, it didn't really take effect in my school. But I did really enjoy because it was after school for us. And so we would stay an hour after really? school. Yeah, it was really cool. And they took us out we, here in class. <laughs> we met up after school for an hour and practiced more keyboard skills, like internet skills, like troubleshooting skills. We learned a lot more history stuff. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that really actually catered to developing my love for history. Um, I think there were some cool things there because I, I would agree that in school, I really did not study well until I got into high school and started taking honors classes like elementary middle school. I just coasted through like all of my work was easy. I would finish my homework during school like it was just I wasn't ever challenged. But when I got to high school and started taking honors classes, I really did become challenged and it kind of screwed me over because I really had to start studying and it was like cram session, really trying to troubleshoot immediately to not fail my classes, especially when I got to pre-calculus because that was a disaster. Um, I think my teacher's name was Miss Martin. Shout out to you, Miss Martin, because she literally stayed with me after school like two weeks before my final exam. So I would not fail my exam or my class and I passed with a D. (laughs) Yeah. But, but i I will say on that, I think if they kept that program around and tweaked it to where you were receiving like course load on top of that rather than just like extracurricular stuff, <coughs> excuse me, I think that would help challenge students, but also it would just be really hard to navigate the amount of homework and also as an elementary slash middle school student, the last thing I want is more homework you know? Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. There's always different opinions and things there, but yeah, man, shout out to being able to skip three grades. Cause I definitely am not, I was not that gifted as a kid for sure.
0: Mm. Well, another, the best like analogy he gave, I'm going to have a hard time explaining it, but I'm going to try. Sure. So basically we're looking at a level of on, on average, you know, obviously anyone can do a lot of things they put their mind to. I won't say anything, but like, You have different levels of potential and you uh, correlate being more gifted with a higher level of potential, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, you have all these people who are in their normal classes and they're building their shacks according to their blueprint and they build it in a certain number amount of time. They got it. It looks nice, but at the end of the day, it's their shack. It's what they have and it works for them. But you hand a gifted kid a blueprint to a mansion. Which, Mm -hmm. yeah, they have the potential of a mansion, but that mansion takes a lot longer to build than a shack. It's a lot harder to create. So in their mind, they're like, oh, since I'm gifted, I can take these resources I have and build this in the same amount of time that they built that shack. So they go over and they start trying to work on it and work on it and work on it. And they see all this time's passed and they look at what they have. And it looks like nothing compared to what the other person has. Because Mm -hmm. it takes a lot longer to see reaching a greater potential come into fruition than it does just to be at an average level. And right. also kind of talked about how the idea of that superiority, like in terms of being thinking you're smarter makes you like, if you, when you are struggling, you're like, Oh, well I'm supposed to go to this nice school or university community colleges beneath me. So they mm-hmm. turn away from easier route, not easier routes, but I guess more affordable routes or, routes they think that are beneath them because they don't think that they're they thought they've been required to do more than that their whole life
1: right yeah and i definitely think it also can lead to a sense of being like overstimulated and overwhelmed in that regard too of like feeling the pressures there and then even just i think being lazy you know yeah. like because you were so used to just kind of coasting through everything even when it gets to time for college like things actually start getting real and it's like, well, maybe I don't even want to go to college. You know, maybe I'm done with school because there's been this level of like people trying to push you to like your potential and you don't want to, or holding you to a higher standard and things like that. But I definitely in that regard would also say, man, props to those people who do trade school, to those people who go to community college and transfer to a four year um, and things like that. Cause I think, man, I think that is like the best route, like, get a two-year degree at a community college transfer Mm -hmm. over like don't get into a crazy amount of debt if you don't have to you know like that piece of paper is going to be the same piece of paper i will say we've had this conversation before like me and my wife and some friends like you do make experiences at a four-year university um you make experiences in college friendships and relationships but you know wherever you go even if it's not a local community college you know like I know when I was in high school, a lot of my friends were going to go to East Carolina, and so they went to Pitt Community College two years there. So it was like they still went off to school and then were able to transfer over to ECU, you know, <coughs> unlike the people that get kicked out of ECU and go to Pitt. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> um, Same schools, different route. <laughs> yeah, that's right.
0: <laughs> um, So... Ronald and I have started paying attention to the news. I'm just kidding. We 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 try to stay up to date. We try to stay up to date with um with the most stuff, but we haven't really talked about it. And we had something kind of major happen in the United States last week, especially the Southeast region, and that was Hurricane Ian. And I want to say our hearts go out to a lot of families that are struggling out there. And it's one of the most devastating hurricanes to hit the U.S., at least in a um, reasonable period of time. I mean, I know mm. Harvey was bad, um, but it's still, you know, there's a bunch of cr- collapsed bridges and boats on top of cars, things that are crazy. And mm. they're finally getting power restored to a lot of homes now, to the homes that are still standing, like.
1: Yeah, it's it's super crazy. Yeah, if you're listening to this, uh I think this pod this episode's going to air a couple of weeks after Hurricane Ian, but we're recording it the week after. Um I mean, I've got some friends that, you know, are in Florida. Um my buddy Josh is originally from Port Charlotte and his family's still down there and they got hit really hard. <clears throat> a lot of people, you know, a lot of his church family got hit hard and uh, I think his parents fared well, but just like the damage is, is pretty bad. I think they just ended up losing power because the the light pole with a transformer on it in their yard literally disappeared (laughs) so they were without power for a hot minute um and one of the things that he he had shared was you know just looking at people that are part of his home church was really cool because even in the midst of loss and chaos and and death and things like that like they're just saying, man, like God is still faithful, you know, like the Lord is still faithful through all of this. And even if I lose my possessions, like I can't lose my salvation, you know, and like that was super cool. Um, and if that leads to a free will Baptist conversation somewhere down the road, so be it. But <laughs> like <laughs> I believe in the, you know, security of salvation, but it, uh, yeah, really cool to see, um, communities get together, you know, really showing early church, you know, Acts 2 stuff um, where they're just like, you know, sharing and possessions and in, in community and, and like-mindedness. So, man, yeah, our hearts go out to you. Um, first responders, you know, paid cops, paid firefighters, volunteer firefighters, especially like um, really going above and beyond and serving well, the Coast Guard and um, our military. Like I, I literally got a call the other night, you know, Saturday we didn't really get hit bad with the storm itself. We just got dumped on with a lot of rain. And so it just ended up making it easy for trees to fall and things like that. Just getting oversaturated. (laughs) And I got a call on Saturday night and my buddy Savi called me and he was like, dude, a tree just fell on my cars. (laughs) And so like, had a tree fall and covered the span of both of his cars that were parked side by side, like his work truck and then his actual vehicle. Um, But luckily, you know, it ended up not really doing a lot of damage to him. Um, I think it fell just in a way where it just kind of just laid across the top of them, you know, thankfully. And it was like two feet away from hitting the house. And so Man. some, some small blessings in there. Um, guys, Like, let us know if you guys were affected by hurricane Ian, you know, what are some things that were really cool that the Lord, you know, really showed out in, um, what are some ways that you guys were affected? Uh, some family that, you know, that got affected ways that we can be praying for you guys. Um, you know, and so on and so forth because we know that this definitely like crap ton of people were without power. A lot of people lost possessions. Um, some people lost family, you know, so we're definitely yeah you know, praying for you guys.
0: 61 died in Florida and four died in North Carolina and three in Cuba. So
1: yeah, that's it's, crazy.
0: And <clears throat> I'm sure there's a lot more injured and shout out to the, um, the FEMA workers too, because they really come in all the people who work for that come in clutch when it, these disasters happen, but uh, there was something... <laughs> Speaking of FEMA. <laughs> politically <laughs> that painted a negative light, and it's not, oh um, not FEMA's fault, but um, there was a political statement from one of our nation's leaders about um, dividing out the the relief based on Race and gender, which is terrible to hear. And it's like, I mean, no matter what way you paint that pictures, you have people who are all equally hurting. And you're Mm -hmm. just going to say that this group deserves it more. And it's like, oh, well, your home's been destroyed, but you can't receive the same amount of relief because of who
1: you are. That's terrible. Yeah, it's like we can't make up our mind whether we want to be socialists or not. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah, it's like yeah. oh, yeah, that's that. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's kind of crazy because if you're gonna go through the socialist or um, you're you're gonna have to have that equality <laughs> in there, no matter what, right?
1: Yeah, and that and that's actually live footage. Like, there's footage of Kamala Harris saying those words. Um, and according to to Nate, reading some some FEMA footage, uh, that has been declared fake news. So. Not to be a far-right-leaning political podcast, but some stuff Uh, is just beyond me, dude.
0: I I would double-check and do the research for yourself, Um, but I did hear that FEMA came out and recanted those statements and said that it would be distributed based on, you know, just on need, you know, um, not based
1: on gender and um, race. I wonder if Camo was like alright Biden you have to say this and Joe's like dude I'm not saying that crap <laughs> <laughs> Biden was like uh, I got my memory back for a se- I shouldn't have said that he was was like, like, okay, he's I'm like really look bad. you get me all the time but this is one place where I'm going to put my rusty old foot down <laughs> and what, say no <laughs> what I am going to say though is no matter who is in
0: office pray for your leaders and support yeah. them it doesn't mean you have to agree with everything you know it, and it doesn't mean they're always right people of either side a uh, Democrat or Republican are going to be wrong mm-hmm. a lot of the times, but you have to pray and just support them because that's what we're called to do as Christians. Doesn't mean you can't yeah. disagree and doesn't mean you can't stand up when it's right to stand up, but you still need to be behind their backs.
1: Yeah, definitely a plug for you guys to do your research. You know, I think so many people, especially, you know, we live in the Bible belt. Um, so many people vote according to a ticket, you know, um, yeah. and I obviously, yeah, I, I would just say that's everywhere. Um, I think where we live is definitely more right leaning, but you know, don't, don't just vote toward a ticket, like vote according to who these representatives are, who these politicians are, because there are some really good Democrats out there. There are some really good Republicans out there. And, you know, if you're just voting toward one ticket, you could be voting for some really, really horrible people and not even know it. Cause you just are voting one way or the other, you know, like. Making everything all the way red, making all the way, all, like all the way blue, that doesn't, that doesn't fix anything. It doesn't solve any problems because everybody in each of these political parties are corrupt, right? To some level. I'm not saying all oh, politicians yeah. are corrupt and, you know, malicious people, but they're humans, right? And humans and as a whole are corrupt. Like the, the fall of man has, has leaded to this or has led to this. And so, man, do your research, uh, vote when it's time to vote, but vote towards your conscience and what the Lord will lead you to do, regardless of color.
0: Exact. And don't forget about local politics. If you want the difference made around you where you're at, don't just vote, um, you know, and focus on the national focus on what's around you, too, because changes can be made at the lower levels.
1: Yeah, no doubt. Well, I guess that is all we have for this week. You guys tune in next week. We got some more stuff headed your way. Uh, thanks for tuning in today. Remember, if you guys have any questions, uh, if you want to chime in at pulp or no pulp or any of our topics today or any you know any kind of conversations or thoughts that come your way, any topics you want to hear us talk about, don't forget to email that at smalltalk.smallworldmedia at com. You got anything to close out with, Nate? I think that's it. Just
0: um, make sure your friends know where to find us. Spotify, Apple Podcast, um, leave reviews, five stars, whatever you need to do. It's all appreciated, and it no won't no go unnoticed.
1: Yeah, for sure. You guys have a great week. We'll talk to you later. All right, talk to you later.